Welcome to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage and take a seat. Let me talk with you for a while. All right, you guys, welcome back to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. My name is Tony. If you're new here, welcome. Let's hang out. Today, we're going to talk about some really fun stuff. My goal is to help you guys understand the tarot cards when you see them. I'm going to talk to you about how I use them, what I look for in the cards, and I'm going to introduce you to six lovely ladies who I find very helpful to understand people, personalities, characteristics when I'm reading the cards for you. If that's something that you're interested in, I invite you to hang out and stay for a while. In the tarot, there are 78 total cards. The tarot is broken down into two parts. There's the major arcana and the minor arcana. The major arcana has 22 cards in it. It goes from the number zero to the number 21. Uh, It's the fool's journey going from beginning to the end, which is the world card. And then we have, as I said before, the minor arcana. And the minor arcana are made up of... 56 cards. Before I go any further, I do need to explain a couple of things to you about key indicators or information that I'm looking for in the tarot when I'm looking at both major arcana and minor arcana. The first thing is the gender of the people or persons in the card. Looking at that, I'm also looking at archetypes, so personalities, ideas, the embodiment of what those people mean in society. I'm looking at the elemental nature or affiliation of that particular card. I'm looking at numerology, color psychology, symbology, maybe a chakra alignment. Also looking for astrology, looking for relationships of the people when we're talking about some of these minor arcana cards as well. When I'm putting the cards down on the table, additional things come into play. I'm looking at the placement of the card in the spread and the position that it's holding. I'm also considering the scenery in that particular card, the attitudes of the people, the energy of the card, how it makes you feel. And then again, I said I was looking at relationships, but I'm also linking these cards. And there's just a a lot of other things that come into play. Oh, and then let us not forget about the idea of tarot card reversals. All of these 78 cards can be turned on their head, so upside down. And when you bring that element into play, the cards take on an entirely different meaning. Okay, so the structure of the Minor Arcana is as follows. We have card numbers 1 through 10, and then we have court cards. And there are four court cards. There is the page, the knight, the queen, and the king. When we're talking about numerology, while the numbers on the cards stop at 10, it is understood that the numbers continue starting with the page at 11 and ending with the king at 14. Numerology is very important in tarot. And you'll come to understand that a little bit more when we talk about numerology in tarot. In addition to numerology, the other thing that we come into contact with when we're looking at the minor arcana is elements. We have fire, earth, air, and water. And when we're talking about the elements, those elements also represent the zodiac. 
Fire element represents Aries, Leo, Sag. Air element represents Libra, Aquarius, Gemini. Earth element represents Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus. Water element represents Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpio. Oh yeah, and then to boot, Aries, Leo, Sag, Libra, Aquarius, Gemini. Those are all what we call masculine energies. And then Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus, Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. That's what we call feminine energies. Masculine referring to the more active, outgoing, um, engaging, assertive characteristic of the person. And feminine referring to the more engaging but nurturing and probably introverted nature of the person. All right, so now that we understand those basic things about tarot, that there are 78 cards, we've got the major and minor arcana. The major arcana are number 0 to 21. The minor arcana are four different suits, air, earth, fire, water, and consist of cards numbers 1 through 10 and have court cards for each suit. And that when we're looking at tarot, we're looking at gender of the elements, elements, numerology, color psychology, symbology, chakras, archetypes, directionality, astrology, and reversals, not to mention when we're looking at placements on a spread, we're also linking and taking into consideration the scenery, the attitude, and the energy of the card, as well as the astrological vibration. We are going to introduce you to some of the divine feminine archetypes that are listed in the tarot. Since movies imitate life, the comparison that I'm going to use for us today is the movie Girls Trip from 2017. Those of you who've ever watched that movie, it it has Jada Pinkett Smith, Regina Hall, Queen Latifah, and Tiffany Haddish in it, among a cast of a lot of other people. But when I was watching that movie, I was thinking, wow, this is very symbolic of the queens that show up in tarot. Jada Pinkett Smith, she plays a woman by the name of Lisa Cooper. She's divorced. She has two children. And then after her divorce, she just kind of focuses on work, focuses on her kids. And for me, she embodies the energy of the Queen of Cups. Then we have Regina Hall. Regina Hall plays the character Ryan Pierce. She is the embodiment for me of the Queen of Pentacles. She's always focused and all put together when you're talking about her in the, the limelight. She's a famous woman, all about money, all about having the appearance of, as she says in the movie, having it all, even though her life is falling apart. But again, that is the embodiment of some of the things that we see in our own lives. And then we have Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah in the movie, she plays a woman by the name of uh, Sasha Franklin, I believe. And Sasha is a writer. She starts off in, um, does she write a blog? I can't remember. I think she uh, was a, an author or a writer or something. And then she turned like into a blog blogger or something. And, and she's like trying to get her life together and get this final piece for, for work so she doesn't get fired. Uh, but in comparison to the tarot, I saw Queen Latifah as the Queen of Swords. And then we have Tiffany Haddish. She plays Dina. And she is definitely the Queen of Wands. She embodies the Queen of Wands. 
fiery energy, always the life of the party, tell it like it is, let's handle things right now. So if I didn't know any better, I would think that when Jada was putting together this movie, she's like, okay, let's look at the tarot. And we're just going to bring all these people in and and, uh, let people see how the archetypes or the energies play off of one another, as well as blend together. And then let's not forget, we have the high priestess that I want to introduce you all to here in, in today's episode. The high priestess is Major Arcana, and she is the number two of all of the, of all of the cards. And when watching this movie, I could see that uh, the woman who plays Jada Pinkett's mom, her name is Donna Bisco. She embodies the energy of the high priestess. And then finally, just for purposes of this episode, because there are many women in the tarot, uh, we're going to talk about the empress. And in this particular instance, we're going to talk about the empress in her less than perfect self. In the tarot, the empress can represent the other woman. In the movie, the empress is Simone, aka Instagram skank. So if you haven't seen the movie Girls Trip, please go out and get it. Or if you have an app that it's playing on, definitely take the time to listen to it. You can listen to it or watch the movie after this podcast. And let me know what you think. Again, the tool of tarot is so amazing. It talks about every single area of our lives. It can address absolutely anything. And so I, I've found that the best way to learn something is to make sure that you can connect it to something or body of knowledge that you already have. That way the lesson is relatable. So let's start off talking about the Queen of Cups. So here's a little secret. When I am reading tarot and a court card comes up, I usually link that court card back to the major arcana. Why is that? Because the major arcana is the overall or the global or the macro level of everything that we're going through. And we find that in the tarot, whatever is happening on a macro level, you can see the undercurrent of the major arcana that plays into it. When we're looking at the Queen of Cups, for example, the cards that I link to her tend to be the High Priestess as well as the Empress. And when I do that, it's because I'm looking at the powers that align because of the archetype with whatever is going on. So if we're talking about an area of challenge with the Queen of Cups, I'm going to call on the energy of both the high priestess and the empress to look for ways to give you a solution or strategy forward in order to get to where you need to go. I'm also going to look to the positive aspects or the strengths of the queen of cups to see how we can move you forward. Why moving forward? Because the queen of cups is also a water card. It is connected to the chariot in tarot. And I'm also going to be looking for ways to address the emotional component for you. Why is that? Because the cups cards are also linked to the moon card, which is a major arcana in tarot. When we're looking at the queen of cups to understand her personality and key characteristics for her, We understand that water being of the feminine element, 
this person is more than likely going to be very nurturing in personality type. She's going to be caring, loyal, emotional. She may even be a bit psychic. When we're talking about the kind of work that she does for a living, it's probably going to be something more historical. Why historical? Because we're looking to the directionality of her card and the Queen of Cups tends to be looking backwards or towards the West. That's a magical thing too, because when we're talking about water, water is in the West as far as the elements. So she's looking towards the West. When she's looking towards the West, she's looking back. She's trying to understand how her actions leave a trail, a trail of positivity, hopefully, but when it's a trail of tears, she is looking at how she can continue to move forward in order to not do that. Other words that embody the energy of the Queen of Cups can be motherly, caring, compassionate, sensitive. She could be overly sensitive too. When you're talking about the Queen of Cups as a parent, she can be very doting, even to the point of mother smothering. All right, so then let's talk about the Queen of Pentacles. This is the character, if you're watching the movie, played by Regina Hall. Her name in the movie is Ryan Pierce. And so the Queen of Pentacles is of the earth element. And when you're thinking earth, you're thinking somebody who's rooted, somebody who's grounded, somebody who's down to earth. In the movie, she is a person, she's a superstar or a public figure. So definitely we're talking about money. So wealth, prosperity, success, these are things that are words or characteristics that you want to, to think about when you're getting a tarot card reading and the Queen of Pentacles shows up. She's somebody who's very practical and she's always looking for a way to find common ground with people in order to connect. She's definitely a nurturer, but depending on the zodiac that she shows up at, as in your reading, she is definitely going to be a no-nonsense kind of person. So she's big on authenticity and she only wants the best for, for herself and she only wants the best for her inner circle. Uh, everybody else, she certainly wants you to, to do the best for yourself, but her focus is really on herself and on her inner circle, those people that she has roots or connections to. The Queen of Pentacles can also be an entrepreneur. She is looking for more safe investments though. So if she is an entrepreneur, she's going to do something that may take a little while to grow and, and blossom into whatever it needs to be. It's going to be something that's going to engage other people. So she may be a little bit of a social butterfly, um, networking. That's just her thing. She builds relationships and she really does like the finer things in life. Luxury is just where she's at. All right. So now let's talk about the Queen of Swords. The Queen of Swords in the movie of Girls Trip is Queen Latifah. She is a writer. She is smart. She is witty. She is always thinking about how to problem solve creatively because her friends tend to be involved in this particular issue. She is trying to look for a principled, more sophisticated, I guess, way of engaging or dealing with the scenarios that have presented themselves in the movie so that 
She can salvage a relationship as well for both work and for um, in her personal life because things are already on edge. So when you're thinking about swords in tarot, you want to think that swords represent the legal industry, the written word, medical situations, fighting, fierce fighting, critical thinking, as well as criticism. It represents thoughts and ideas. I know that's the same thing, kind of. And when you're talking about life's challenges, when the swords show up, this is kind of like the school of hard knocks. So when we're talking about the queen of swords in the tool of tarot, this is going to represent these parts of our lives, okay? All right, so the fourth queen in tarot is the queen of wands. And in the movie, The the Girl's Trip, Tiffany Haddish represents or really embodies the queen of wands. In tarot, wands represents the fire energy. And these people tend to be very gregarious. They can be very, she's the girl that you call just because you need to get out, hang out, have a really good time. And you need it to be no judgment. You need to just have fun, just good old-fashioned fun, and get back to the way things used to be if you've been out of sorts for a little while. Now, when you're talking about maybe goddesses who embody the energy of the queens for water or the queen of cups, we're going to look at Yemonja. Yemonja is an Orisha. And she is the goddess of water as well as the goddess of wealth and nurturing. Then there's Gaia. Gaia is the embodiment of earth and she would be aligned with Regina Hall. So it's going to be birthing all things new and great and beautiful, comfort and wealth and prosperity, the richness of the land. Those are things that are very important to Gaia, making sure that things are healthy and pure and true. And then for the energy of fire, for the the um, person or the character that Tiffany Haddish embodies, the Queen of Wands, we're going to go with Kali. Kali is full of fire and she is all about making sure that things that are wronged are righted immediately. She's not afraid to pull and, and throw the first punch in order to fix things in the right now. And then we are going to consider Lilith when we're looking at the character that Queen Latifah plays, which shows up as the Queen of Swords. Lilith, for me, embodies the idea of air. Why is that? Because Lilith was very, very outspoken. When she didn't feel that things were right or that she was being treated equally and fairly, she was not afraid to speak up and say so. She demanded her position and demanded to be respected. So there you have it. We have the Queen of Cups, the Queen of Pentacles, the Queen of Swords, and the Queen of Wands. All right, so we've talked about the Queen. So now let's talk about the major arcana women or female divine feminine archetypes. We've got Donna Bisco, who plays Jada Pinkett's mom, uh, Lisa Cooper, aka Queen of Cups in the movie. She embodies the high priestess because she is an elder woman uh, who is wise and who is uh, trusted for wise counsel. And she talks to her daughter 
about the need to get out and get re-engaged in life. She doesn't tell her how to do it, but she certainly encourages. So it is with the high priestess. When the high priestess shows up in the tarot card reading, a lot of times she doesn't give you all of the details. Remember, the high priestess is the number two in uh, the major arcana, and twos talk about engaging life, embodying life with everything that you have, and, and engaging it by connecting with humanity. Now, she's not going to give you all of the details right out of the back about what you're liable to run into. The reason for that is if we knew what we had to go through sometimes in order to get to where we absolutely need to go or where we're fated to go, a lot of times some of us would sit on the sidelines of life and just not engage. And so in the movie, Donna Bisco encourages her daughter to go out into life, hang out, have fun with her friends, and re-engage life from a point where she was happy and she felt and knew that she had her whole life ahead of her and wanted to do so from the standpoint of having fun. Now, the other divine feminine aspect that I want to talk to you all about is the Empress. In the Major Arcana, the Empress is the number three. There are a couple of things that stand out about the Empress in the Tarot when she shows up. And it really depends on the placement of the cards, what we're talking about, where she is, who's engaging her, what other elements are happening or taking place. But uh, the Empress can mean marriage, it can mean pregnancy, and it can also mean mistress. All right, so that is the Divine Feminine in the Tarot. I've given you a couple of characteristics. I've given you a movie to watch so that you can understand it from an experiential perspective. I encourage you all to share this podcast with other people. Make sure that you subscribe and download it and you join me every Monday. For those of you who care to continue to engage me in different ways as well, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and then I have a website. It's called thehouseofdivina.com. You can go there, you can sign up to be a part of the community, check out what's going on under the events page. You can shop and buy a tarot deck. For those of you who want to have your own tarot card reading with me, we can do that in-house here at the House of Davina for up to an hour. If you are not in the area and you want a tarot card reading with me, we can do one for you online. Um, you can do that for about 30 minutes. If you want a longer one, go ahead and purchase the hour time and then uh, shoot me an email or something uh, and let me know that you want to do it online. And then I'll get you a different link, something outside of Zoom, okay? So I hope that this has been helpful for you. For the remainder of season, we are going to be talking more about tarot. I'm going to cover a couple of different things. So tune in every episode to the end of this season. So by the time we're done, you'll be able to understand tarot a little bit better, whether you're sitting for a tarot card reading with me or someone else, or if you decide to start introducing yourself to tarot by purchasing a deck and looking at the cards so that when you do go get a reading, you're more comfortable with it, okay? Thank you so much for joining me here on Conversations with a Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Davina. Again, my name is Tony. 
And until next time, you all have a great day. Thank you so much for coming over to my house. If you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with a Card Reader, please subscribe and download the podcast so you're notified when the next episode airs. You can find me on all social media as The House of Davina. Oh, and next time, bring a friend who needs a friend.